Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about, yep, the ever-dreaded moto bug. New riders, seasoned riders, intermediate riders, heck, just thinking about riding. Yeah, we're going to talk about what happens when you get bit by the bug and if you can fix it. Today on Radio 690 ADV. KTM North Texas is your headquarters for everything KTM and your one-stop shop. Hey guys, Joe here, 690 ADV. Are you looking for a new KTM bike? Yeah, they got them. They got adventures, enduros, dirt, racing, street, parts and service. Yeah, they got it. KTM North Texas is one of the largest aftermarket parts suppliers and repair shops in the state of Texas. Yeah, Texas. They don't just service KTM. They service most every major brand out there. If you're needing a fix or just getting race ready, you needing some new gear? Yeah, KTM North Texas, they got it. From helmets to jackets, pants, boots, goggles, tires, rims, new plastics, and so much more. So if you want great deals and to be treated just like family, don't wait. Call 817-275-2228 or text 682-465-6637. Or you can just email Bert directly at Bert at slmracing.com. Don't forget, tell them 690 v sent you. That way you get your discount. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Joe, your host. Welcome to Radio 690 v Thank you, KTM North Texas, for all your support for the channel. We sure do appreciate you. Remember, if you guys need anything KTM, any of that type of stuff, don't forget. Just go check them out. Tell them 690 v sent you. Anyway, on to the podcast. I was told I was not energetic enough that I was putting people to sleep uh, on my podcast, so I need to sound like a game show host. I'm not ever going to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can only get as energetic as is as, uh, as I can. It, it's it's got to be what it is. Sometimes I shoot these podcasts first thing in the morning, and I'm a little tired, and i got to get my coffee juice going to uh, kind of perk me up a little bit to get me going. But uh, other than that, just having fun. I still appreciate everybody for sticking in and listening in and being part of it. And don't forget 690 at gmail.com. You guys can hit us up. Don't forget, subscribe, be part of it. Don't forget about our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 690 Be part of that too. Don't forget to sign up at our website, 690ADV.com. It's right there on the deal. We still have a few t-shirts less. If you guys are interested in them, go over there, <clears throat> excuse me, sign up and we'll get them shipped out to you. Don't forget, we have a Patreon-only giveaway. It's coming up soon. Just go to our Patreon website. You'll see it right there on the main page. Motobug. Have you been bit? Are you thinking about getting a bike? Just to let you know that that Motobug, it'll get you in more ways than one. <laughs> Trust me. I have been bit, and I cannot seem to 100% get rid of the itch <laughs> it just won't go away do you have the moto bug and have you been bit and if you have how bad have you been bit it can get real bad i know some guys that the moto bug just can it can get under the skin heck it can get in the bloodstream man and it can just take over everything you know you start out it's like uh you know what i'm thinking about getting a bike and then you get a bike and then you're like, oh, cool, everything's happy. And then before you know it, 
six months has gone by and you're like, man, I know what you're thinking right now, right in your head. I need another bike. <laughs> I need something to complement what I already have. And it just doesn't go into the motorcycles. It goes all the way around. It's 360 degrees. It can get real bad, real fast. And uh, this is just kind of a fun podcast and something to go along. And I'm going to talk about my bug and how I got bit and what happened to me. And, and I still fight it every single week, every single month, every single year. And, uh, you know, and it would be real cool if you guys could give some feedback, maybe on a comment section on Spreaker. Uh, you can listen to our podcast on Spreaker.com. And uh, not only that, this will be syndicated on YouTube. Drop your comments in there and talk about your bug and how bad it is because it's this is kind of a fun little uh, talk topic to just kind of find out, you know, what happened to you on your bug and how it bit you because all the bugs are not the same. They're a little different. And to uh, say that you didn't get bit, I think there's only two kinds of people out there. I think there are guys that are motorcycle riders that got bit and they just don't really ride that much or it's, 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 it's kind of a secondary thing to them. And then I think you've got the riders that are passionate, deep, mad men, mad women that just can't get enough of it. It doesn't matter how you shake it or break it. It just, you know, it's always on their mind. They cannot stop thinking about it. They can't stop, you know, it's just little things like that. It's, it's, it's a hobby, but it's also a passion. So my moto bug, what happened to me is, is, you know, we rode dirt bikes as kids and did all those types of things, four wheelers, all that type of stuff. I don't know how yours started. Like I said, let me know down below or in a comment section, but that's how it started with me. And just something about the, the riding portion of it, you know, four wheelers or dirt bikes or three wheelers. If you, if that states how old I am, um, let's just say that, you know, you start out that way and well, you get pulled away from it for say 10 or 15 years after you rode for many years as a kid, then it comes back. Well, I think what happens is, is if you ride as a young individual and then you come back into riding somewhere later into your life, I think that bug is more intense than if you just keep it going. I mean, what do you think? I mean, because, ah, man, because when it came back, I mean, I really loved doing it, but I got away from it. I didn't think about it a whole lot until I started riding again. And, man, did it get me. And not just that, because that's where I got into dual sporting and enduro riding and adventure riding. But not only that, the adventure camping came into the uh, mix and that's kind of its own little bug in itself. You know, the motorcycles are bad enough. But when you start bringing in the gear and the camping and the survival stuff and all the other, I'm telling you right now, it can get bad real fast. I'm going to do a video and show you all the things that I have. And it's tub upon tub upon tub. And I'm sure there's guys out there that make my stuff look like it's nothing. You know, but for me, it's to me, it's pretty intense. It's pretty crazy, man, because I look around. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, uh, I have tons of stuff. So basically it started out, you know, I got back into writing to kind of get the story going here. 
a buddy of mine, I've already talked about that, you know, uh, and I got a KLR 650. I'm going to speed through this a little bit. And with that KLR 650, it was fantastic because I had a bike. I was good to go, you know, and now I could ride and ride with all my buddies. And then it went from riding with my buddies to, Hey, you know what? You need to go on a trip. And then we started doing trips. And then the next thing you know, you know, you're, you're digging into, um, gear and stuff like that. So now that you've kind of got your motorcycle and you've outfitted that a little bit, you know, you, that that's its own realm, you know, crash guards, racks, panniers, uh, luggage, tank bags, tires, uh, chain guards, master cylinder guards, um, foot pegs, uh, new brakes, uh, brake lever, shift levers, um, ram mounts. I mean, God, the list goes on and on and on. And I'm sure everybody out there kind of knows exactly what I'm talking about, but that's, that's the, that's the one part on the bike side. But then my God, you jump into the next section of it and you're like, okay, now that I have all this cool stuff for my bike, what if I want to go camping with my guys, my buddies, you know, I know these guys, I want to go ride. I want to go camp. I want a campfire. You know, I want to, I want to harvest wood. I want to cook over an open flame, you know, all this cool stuff. And now you don't have a whole lot of gear. And then you're like, well, what do I get? Well, that's, that's the next part. That's the other bug. It's like, you got two bugs that are like plotting on you. It's like the, uh, the devil and the, uh, angel on the shoulders, you know, and you're like one, one, one side is going, well, you know, my wife's going to probably shoot me because I'm looking at all this stuff. I've already bought all this stuff. And then now I got to go find all this other stuff. You know, the angel's like going, you know, you probably should take your time. But then the devil's like, going, now buy that, man. You need to buy that now. Well, what do you usually do? I don't know. Tell me what you do. I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> I, I do lots and lots of research, but the, the, the hardest thing in at the end of this podcast, I'm going to tell you what I I've been doing lately that has helped me a little bit to back off. I have never stopped and I probably never will, but you know, I do lots and lots of research. All my friends call me the research Nazi and I just dig in. I find out everything I can find out about it. All the reviews I shift through the good and the bad. It's you got to understand everything motors for motorcycles. Anything you do in your life, you can go and get all the the input you want from all the people that you want. Don't go to Facebook, you know, unless you've got a closed group that you know that you can trust. That I would say you could probably do, um, but you know, Facebook's one of those things, man. Everybody is uh, an ex pro racer. You know, they, they, they know it all, but there is that select group of writers that are out there that are truly legit. They don't BS you. They're 100% about what they're talking about and they're not, they don't try to sway you really either way. They just give you a 100% honest opinion of what they think about it. And then you take it for what it is and you just move on down the line. There's nothing worse than when a guy says, hey, you know what? This is the best. If you don't get it, well, then you know what? Then you're just a dumb writer. And that happens. Make no mistake. It happens a lot more than you might think. Some people just just get way too locked into what they <laughs> and what they think and, and how much knowledge that they know. Um, but, yeah, 
you know, getting, you know, all the way from outfitting your motorcycle to the camping and all that stuff. If you're into that stuff, that just happens to be the direction that I go. Um, the gear is the hardest part for me because once you do the bike and you outfit the bike, there's only so many things you can do, but God gear changes all the time, all the time, sleeping bags, sleeping mats, hammocks, cookware. My God, cookware can just go down many roads eating utensils, <laughs> water storage, fuel storage, um, tents, God, tents. Oh my God. Tents. You can literally, uh, I, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but let's just say that I have a couple of tents, um, ground mats, tarps, steaks. Oh my God. Steaks, man. I'll tell you what steaks. And if you're listening and you know what I'm talking about, Steaks are one of those things. You're got guys that'll go, this is the best steak in the world. I've tried them all. And I tell you what, there are some good steaks. There's some pretty good steaks. And then there's some steaks that are just absolutely freaking awful. But steaks for putting your stuff down and, and all that type of, you know, to, 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 to secure your tent or your tarps or anything like that. Um, light usually to me equals garbage. <laughs> They're awesome. And they usually work really good. Now the titanium stakes, you know, you'll see guys pound them through a two by four. Well, that's great. You still got to get that stake back out. So it doesn't matter what strength it is. You still have to be able to get it out of the ground. So, or whatever you put it into. So stakes are one of those things and God, you can do, you can do a day's worth of research just on stakes and some of them are cheap. Some of them are not. And when you buy them, you're stuck with them. So, yeah, but like I said, it just goes down so many different avenues and man, you're doing the research and it's so cool, man, because you just, you get lost in it. You just get literally, you get sucked into it so much that you, what's good, what's bad. And if I buy it and this thing costs 200 bucks, now I own a $200 piece of crap, you know, and that's the win loss uh, ratio of adventure gear. And you have to, that's why I always say research is king and you can just spend so much time digging into that stuff and it's fun, you know, and you can lean on a bunch of people, but you can also, uh, man, you can end up with a lot of stuff. So anyway, the moto bug or the adventure bug, whatever bug you want to call it can truly get up under your skin. It can get infected. <laughs> You can, you can be itching it real, real hard. You can do this. And not only that, the worst part is, is your buddy has probably the same bug you do. But remember, everybody thinks a little differently. So you're almost kind of in a competition with your buddies. And if you say that you're not, I think you're probably lying to yourself because you want to see what your buddy has because you almost want to one up them. Just a little bit. It just it maybe one item. We do it all the time with our guys. We try to have that one item when we go on a moto trip to surprise or shock the other group riders just for them to sit there and say, Really? Really? You you you've got one of the, you got that? That thing is amazing. And and you had to bring it on the trip and you had to show it off. So um that's always fun. But uh yeah, so the moto bug can just so 
change your life. It can also make you go broke too, just to let you know, because motorcycle gear is not real cheap. Uh, your wife could potentially uh, make you sleep in the garage if you get too stupid with it. And I would just suggest that, you know, spend a lot of time. This is my remedy of what I've learned over the last, you know, 10 plus years of getting back into dual sport, adventure camping, riding, toting our stuff, actually camping off the bikes and stuff like that for, you know, 10, 12, 14 days is for about the first six years, I just got crazy. I needed everything. I needed, um, starting with the motorcycle side, uh, you know, all the different mounts, anything that new came out that looked really cool. It was like, I got to have it. Um, from, you know, from the Ram mounts to the, uh, to the shock mounts, you know, for GPS and, uh, satellite trackers and, uh, luggage and all that type of stuff. You know, I, I, I was always digging into not the latest and the greatest, but just, just really nice stuff. And I started to realize that after about five or six years, you know, what are you doing? You have all this extra gear and all this extra stuff for this motorcycle, and you can only use one of it at a time. And it's not like you're going to sit there and take two sets of panniers or take two sets of uh, river bags or, you know, or two sets of tank bags and all these different things. And you can sit there and lie to yourself and say, hey, uh, this tank bag is for Colorado and this set of panniers is for Arizona and you can have all this stuff. But at the end of the day, if you buy something that's really good and it's dollar for dollar wise makes the most sense, uh, you can just get one. <laughs> just to let you know, for the last three years, I've had one set of luggage and it hasn't changed. I started out with soft bags. I went to hard rack and bags, and then now I'm right back to soft bags. Uh, if you've seen any of my stuff, uh, I run the giant loop system. And I, I have two giant loop bags. They're the I, they're exactly the same. I have the uh, Coyote and the Great Basin. The Coyote is for short runs, uh, just because of its leader holding size. And the Great Basin is for long runs. So uh, I would say the Coyote is for a three-day, maybe five-day. You can make it work for as many days as you want. Uh, you just... It, it makes it difficult. It's just not big enough. But the Great Basin, man, you can almost live off of that thing. I mean, you can stuff so much. I mean, literally, you can stuff twice what you can put in the Coyote bag. And they're built great. They're not very expensive. Three, four hundred bucks a bag. I mean, heck, go price hard boxes, you know, uh, the the thousand bucks, you know, unless you go to Rocky Mountain and get the, the Tusk, which are nice. But a buddy of mine bought the whole system and... Um, it works. How's that? It works. Is it fantastic? Uh, probably not, but it works for the price. You, you get what you pay for, but the giant loop system of mine, fantastic. It's super light. I can lean back into it as a rest for my back. It does a really good job. So what I'm getting at is, is you don't need to have all these things and, and weight is a big factor when you're riding off road, taking all your stuff. So, with me buying all these different types of luggage and racks and all that type of stuff, it just eventually, it just gets to the point to where you come back full circle again and you realize that you're just buying stuff to buy stuff. 
it, it's there's no rhyme nor reason for what you're doing. And the same goes with the gear too. Uh, tents, for instance, uh, I have about six or seven tents and there's probably some guys that may be listening going, that guy's got a freaking problem. You're right. I do. I have a problem. What I've learned is, is that I had a problem and I might as well call it uh, Moto's Anonymous because it's like being a, you know, uh, like being an addict, you know, for buying stuff for motorcycles. And, and it's I kind of joke about that. But in all reality, you, you can you can end up just buying all these different things because you're always trying to find the perfect, perfect, you know, that's the best. And you talk to everybody and they'll tell you that this is the best and then that's the best. I've already discussed that earlier. But the thing is, you have to understand what's best for you is not best for the next guy. So, you know, because my happiness could be in something super small that is only, you know, 20 square feet in a tent and your happiness needs to be 30 square feet. 20 square feet just ain't cutting it and it's a piece of crap because it's 20 square feet. So that's what it boils down to. So you've got to do the research for you to make sure that you're happy because at the end of the day, if you're not happy with what you got, then you're just going to keep looking. That's basically what I'm getting at is you're going to consistently always be trying to find, as we like to say in the motorcycle world, the unicorn. It really doesn't exist. There's really no unicorn because if you're truly an adventure rider or an enduro guy, that's going out and camping off of your bike, guess what? You got to take everything with you. And if you have to take everything with you, then guess what? Weight becomes a huge factor and space becomes a huge factor. And you have to be able to take everything with you and load it back up and take it out with you. So unless you just want to leave it, (laughs) which there's times I have absolutely thought about leaving certain items behind. So what I've done over the course of 10 plus years is spend more time, slow it down, and be smarter about the things that I'm purchasing for my bike because the bug is bad. The bug will bite you. It will make you, it will, you will, it will make you just want to just buy, 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 buy. As long as you let it. It's like anything. If you give in to it, it will keep wanting to give you you've always heard the, the 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 saying misery loves company the longer you're miserable the more misery just wants to party with you same thing with this so best thing to do research lean on people that you can trust i'll do the best i can i'm not saying my stuff's the best i'm just saying my stuff works pretty good for me and it may work pretty good for you if you can live within those specs or realms uh it'd be fantastic and a lot of the stuff that that i have and that i use it's down in our descriptions. You can uh, find it on our website, 69080 bcom We've done a lot of research and stuff like that. But it's not the best stuff in the world. But the other beauty part of it is it's not very expensive either. You don't have to have the best to be the best. Understand that. And if you can be to where you understand that, you know, if you spend a little time and research, you will be able to get really good stuff and not break your bank. But the other kicker is, is, you know, just over the years, you're going to accumulate a lot of stuff if you're a new writer and if you're a seasoned writer. And I guarantee you, most guys that even listen to this, if you've made it this far, I can tell you right now, <laughs> you probably have a lot of stuff or there's a lot of things flowing through your brain and a lot of things that you want, but you're just unsure. 
or you've bought it. And not only that, you probably are sitting on a lot of gear that you haven't used in years. It's probably just been sitting in a tub or sitting in storage. And you're just like, you know what? I'm probably never going to use that again. So the moral of the story is take your time. Don't rush into something. When you're ready to pull the trigger, wait a day or two. Force yourself into do it. Sometimes it's really, really easier said than done. But if you can do that, it will help you out. And sometimes it will make you make a better decision because you won't buy something that you'll regret later. So, Motobug, good, bad, indifferent. There's nothing wrong with having cool things and, and fun stuff and buying things. And heck, if you're loaded, man, heck, send me some money. I love to buy stuff. <laughs> I'll buy it all the time, uh, you know. But at the end of the day, a lot of guys are trying to do this stuff on a budget. And, but it's so hard because there's so much out there and people are always looking for a, a little bit of help and a way to get good stuff. That's not going to break the bank. And I'll do the best I can. Like I said, if you need anything, 690 ADV at gmail.com, I'll help you out. But yeah, the moto bug, if you let it in, it will, it'll bite you hard and it will get infected and you will have all sorts of stuff. But anyway, I hope this helps somebody down the road. You just never know. And like I said, any help, anything that you need or any suggestions or anything that you're thinking about, maybe we should talk about, let me know and we'll shoot a podcast and we'll give you a shout out for it. You guys have a great Sunday. I appreciate you. And uh, ride safe. Don't forget, 690ADV.com. Go to our website, sign up, uh, be part of it. And don't forget about our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 690ADV. Thanks so much. You guys have a great day. Be safe out there and don't buy too much gear because I already have. Have a great day. 690 out. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.